So you have a blog and you want some more traffic. You've heard SEO is a good way to get traffic to your blog, but you don't know how. You don't have a team and you don't have a budget to outsource it. Can you do SEO yourself? The short answer is yes. Let's go over how to do SEO yourself even if you've never done it before. And now it's time for some more DIY SEO tips with Jennifer Rogina. Okay, so you might be asking, is it hard to do SEO yourself? If you haven't done SEO before and you're starting at the very beginning, it will be as hard as learning any other skill. You will be able to do it. There is a place to start. And just like any other skill, as you continue to learn about SEO, it will become easier and you'll be able to do more and more of the SEO tasks that you once considered to be hard. It has a learning curve, just like any other skill. And the good news is it isn't too steep. You don't have to be scared to start and you don't have to be a master to see results. Do what you feel comfortable doing. It will be better than doing nothing. There's no reason to overwhelm yourself with advanced SEO tactics until you feel comfortable with the basics. Okay, so let's go over six steps that you can follow to do SEO yourself. The first step is to know your audience. Okay, so first off, you need to know who you're talking to. To do this, create a persona, and I will have a link in the show notes for you to follow to be able to get a template and create a persona. Now really, this should be done before you even begin your blog, but if you haven't done it already, just do it now. Creating a persona helps you form a story to better understand your target audience. It allows you to visualize exactly who your website is for. This will help you create and optimize your content for a specific person. Your SEO will be more effective if you are targeting a particular type of person. Not only does this benefit your SEO, it will help the entire process. Your blogs will resonate with the right people because you are speaking directly to them. Then that person will sign up for your email list because the lead magnet is exactly what they need. Later, when you have a product or a service to sell them, they will buy it because it is the exact item they need to solve their original problem that brought them to your site initially. Having a clear picture of exactly who you're talking to will help align the content with the goal. Okay, the next step, step number two, is to have a content plan. Content is going to be an important piece of SEO. You need content in order to optimize it for SEO. You need content pages for search engines to display in the results and you need content so your website stays current and continues to help your readers. You need to post on a regular basis. Posting on a regular basis will help grow your website traffic and make it easier for your readers to know when they can expect a new article. How often you post depends on your availability and what you can commit to. If you can, add a new post weekly. If that's too much for your schedule, then do every other week or monthly. If you have enough time for daily posts, great, do it. If you can't post weekly, that's okay. It will just take longer to see results. Being consistent is important, so choose a schedule that makes sense for you and stick to it. When you've decided on a frequency, so weekly or monthly, choose a specific day of the week and time you'll post. You want a specific plan. This is a benefit to your website and readers 
and it helps hold you accountable when you have a clear deadline that you need to meet. And an important part of your content plan is performing keyword research. When you're creating your content, don't just write whatever article comes to mind. Do keyword research to make sure you're focusing on the ideas that are most likely to see success. I have an entire article you can read to learn exactly how to do keyword research, so I won't go into the details here, but click that link in the show notes and you will get the link to the complete keyword research system. Keyword research will help you organize your brainstorm ideas in a productive manner. It provides a system to prioritize existing ideas while gathering new ideas. Writing content takes time. That's why you want to make sure you're writing content on topics people are looking for. Okay, and then the last part of your content plan is to create a content calendar. So you know how often you want to post and you have a list of keyword ideas. Create a content calendar to map it all out. I like to do this with a spreadsheet, but you can use a calendar or a text document if you prefer. What I do is I normally create a spreadsheet with my post dates in the left-hand column. Then next to that, I put the keyword or the topic for the article, and then I add all of the data from my keyword research in the following columns. I like to plan out through the quarter as a minimum, but sometimes I'll plan it out all the way up to a year. Just add the dates you're planning for, then map your keyword ideas to the dates that make sense. And this lets you adjust for holidays and seasonal articles. And you don't have to stick to everything in your calendar. Things change and it's good to be flexible, but having a content calendar gives you a great place to start and speeds up your process. It allows you to get started on the next article as soon as you're ready. Okay, and then on to step three, on-page optimizations. You want to have a basic understanding of the on-page optimizations that improve SEO. That way, when you're writing your blog posts, you can add these optimizations as part of your original post. It will save you time so you aren't later reviewing your articles to determine how to improve them for SEO. And once you've done it a few times, it becomes a very natural process and the SEO updates can appear as natural and authentic additions to your article. And that is exactly how you want them to be for long-term SEO success. Okay, so here are the on-page optimizations that you want to be aware of. First is the title tag. Make sure you have your keyword in the title tag. The closer to the beginning of the title tag, the better. If you're using WordPress, this will probably be the post title field. There is a way that you can check what text is in the title tag. I will put the step-by-step directions on how to do that in the link in the show notes. So again, just click on that for more information. The next on-page optimization that you want to make sure to add is the meta description. You want to add your keyword to the meta description as well. And for information on how to do this, I have a full article on meta descriptions. And again, that link will be in the show notes for you. Okay, next is the article body. You want to add keywords within the body of the article. Specifically, you want it to be in the H1 tag, the first paragraph, and subheadings. So the H1 tag is the primary header on the page. You should be able to view this by looking at the code for your post in your admin panel. In the interface where you add your blog articles, if you view the code for the post, you should be able to see what text is in the H1 tag. 
And then the first paragraph, you want to include the keyword somewhere in that first paragraph of your article. If this isn't possible, then include it as close to the top as you can. You want the article to make sense for the readers. Don't add a keyword just for SEO purposes. If it doesn't also make sense for the readers, then it's not worth doing. Okay, and then also include that keyword in at least one subheading. So the subheadings are the H2, H3, and H4 tags. You can find them the same way that you found the H1 tag. And remember, keep the user in mind. Only add the keywords to the subheadings when it makes sense for the reader. And then lastly is the URL. If you can include the keyword in the URL, do it. If the article already has a different URL that it's published with, or it's just not easy to change it in your system, then don't worry about it. And on to step four. So step four is to add internal links. After you've published your article, make sure you add internal links. If you have any questions about how or why to do this, you can view the complete guide on internal links. And just like all the other links, I will include that in the show notes. So you want to add internal links on your new article to any older relevant articles within the text of the post. And you also want to do the opposite, add links to your new article on any older relevant articles. You're using internal links to create a web. You're making it easier for readers and search engine spiders to navigate through your website. You always want to think of people first. If a link would benefit a reader, add it. And step five is gather data. So even if you don't understand analytics yet, start collecting data. You'll figure out what it all means soon enough. You can set up Google Analytics on your website. It's easy and free. The data in Google Analytics will start being collected when you install the tracking tag. You will not have any data from before the tag was set up on your website. So start collecting now and worry about what it all means later. It will be better to have the data so you can make informed decisions when you're ready. Okay, and then lastly is step six, keep up with industry news. So things change all the time with SEO. You need to have a plan to stay up to date with the SEO industry. Whether you subscribe to an email digest, listen to a podcast, or follow some SEO related blogs, you need to have a plan to make sure you're aware of any big upcoming changes. Okay, and then I have one more bonus tip for you, and that is to use ClearPath Online. Okay, so this is a bit of a shameless brag, but another great way to do SEO yourself is to use ClearPath Online. Full disclosure, this is my product, and normally my podcasts offer free support and advice without selling. This felt like an important message to add, though, since it could be a big benefit. If you want to do SEO yourself, but you need a task list that tells you what to do, when, and how... That is exactly what ClearPath Online does. It breaks down SEO tasks into manageable action items with step-by-step directions. Instead of staying updated with SEO changes yourself and juggling which tasks you did last and what you need to do next, it takes care of all of that. The system is preloaded with everything you need to do. If you wanted to find out more information about that, you can check out the site at clearpath.online. The most important part about doing SEO yourself is to start now. It's a process that takes time. No matter which route you decide to take to get started, 
do it and it will become easier and more beneficial as time goes on. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this, please subscribe. This episode was brought to you by ClearPath Online, a DIY SEO tool for your website.